Forever and the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. But first, we have Kevin. Hello. And we have Ryan. Hello. And we have me. Hello. Hello, we, you. We do not have Jen, unfortunately. Uh, just to get us uh, all together, uh, Jen had a prior family commitment, at which I couldn't go to because I was working. <laughs> so it's just the three of us today. But uh, Jen's thoughts on those two things may be occurring later on. All Excellent. right. So uh, let's start with the news. Ryan, what do you got for us this week? Um, okay, well, I'm going to start us off on a downer. Um, so... He was first known as the Green Ranger and then the White Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, Jason David Frank sadly took his own life this past week. Sad. Yeah. So it just goes to show you that all these, you know, you never know what someone's going through. And uh, if if you need to talk to someone to please reach out. People are, you know, people are here to listen and talk to you and help out. Yeah. It's uh, it's a, uh, it's sad because like you, that guy was you know kicking around the convention scene for like quite a long time like yeah oh yeah and just like and he's leaving behind uh three or four kids I believe yeah uh unfortunately like I don't have a huge amount to add because like I remember like. I I've seen like some of his work but not a huge amount of it because he like i was just yeah we were just over that that, yeah yeah that line and uh yeah but it it is sad nonetheless and i understand like the the fandom who are sad about it because you know it's it's a, it, it's it's one of those shows. It's like us and Batman the Animated Series, or yeah. you know, it's a show that uh, we we don't have any connection to ourselves, but we know lots of people who do. Like it, like mm-hmm. it's interesting at my work, my day job. Lots of people buy the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic, and or buy like the the spinoffs and the the crossovers and all that and it, it's like it's i was sur- kind of surprised to see how much of a following it still has years later but it it does well you know every generation has its show that kids rallied around in my generation it was battle of the planets and for 90s kids it was mighty Morphin power rangers yeah so yeah, it's a sad news, but uh, hopefully he will will be remembered well. Uh, next, next, uh, so we'll get some Disney news. So Kevin might be, will probably be able to chime in on this. Uh, mm. They're swapping out their CEO again, but they're going back and bringing Bob Iger back as CEO. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Yeah. So. This all went down very, very quickly. From uh, reports I have heard, uh, Bob Chapek, the the uh, the Bob that was kicked out of the position, was ready to go on stage to introduce Elton John before the live stream of his concert in 
Los Angeles last weekend on Disney Plus, and he was backstage ready to make that introduction when he was told he no longer worked for the Disney Corporation. Oh. Yeah. Um, he was not well liked by the board of directors, apparently. And so they got rid of him. Uh, uh, they arranged with Bob Iger first. Like, if we can oust Chapek, will you come back? And uh, Chapek, or I mean, uh, Bob Iger, the returning Bob, uh, has agreed to come back for two years and two years only. That was an ultimatum given to him by his wife. His wife said, uh, I can't have you gone any longer uh, like you were before. So um, two years, you've got two years. There are rumors floating around that Bob Iger's priority for the Disney Corporation in the next two years is to sell it. Yes, I, that was, I heard that. I did read that rumor and I wanted your, to see your thoughts on that. But uh, To sell uh, like... Disney to, to sell, sell Disney. Disney to Apple. Yes. Yeah, I had somebody brought up that to me the the other day. Bob Iger is also like, on the board of directors of Apple. There is there are links between the Disney company and the Apple Corporation. Oh. Hmm. Uh, this is that this is a merger I do not want to see. Hmm. I, I I don't think those two companies either one of them need to get any bigger. No. No, I agree. Uh, but we shall see. I think, I mean, so Bob Chapek, the, 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 the Bob who was leaving, he wasn't well liked because of his, uh, it sounded like he was planning to lay off a bunch of people. Um, he did get the company through COVID, but, um, I do think he's getting blamed for things that were, uh, started under the previous administration. Like I don't think for some for some things that I don't think there was much he could have done. So um, we'll wait and see. Um, we'll see what happens. The other issue with Bob Chapek was he was a money guy and never really came up through the Hollywood ranks. So he didn't know how to talk to celebrities or to talk about the product that Disney was making. Uh, remember? Do you remember early? Was it last year? Uh, the issues with um, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yep. Yeah, that's all. That was all on Bob Chapek. So, yep. in some ways, it's it's like a good riddance to bad rubbish. In other ways, it's more of the same. Uh, we'll see. I, I'm I'm of the wait and see. Um, uh, in the wait and see camp. Uh, you know, Disney is the biggest entertainment corporation on the planet right now, and uh, um, yeah. Whatever they do is going to make ripples throughout the world of entertainment. Yep. Alrighty. Yeah, that's that. It, that, that almost seems to me that like that's where the 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 FCC comes in and maybe looks at that merger before mm. it happens. Yeah. Like it's but, you know if Warner if the Warner Brothers won had to be looked at well the disney acquisition of marvel and stuff like that was looked at too but in the eventually end eventually went through yeah well yeah and, and in the end i can see them like i can see there not being anything to stop this merger because there are other movie studios mm-hmm. no just because and it's not like apple doesn't make a lot of movies they're making their some tv and stuff now so they are producing some content but mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, so next, let's go talk to another uh, big old studio. Sony has signed a deal with Amazon to bring mm. uh, live action series of TV shows based on the uh, Sony Marvel spider-man characters whatever they're calling their spider-man universe of characters uh and apparently the first is going to be a series uh following silk oh interesting so sony will make a silk tv series that will air on amazon yes. yeah 
that will tie into the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, but not the greater MCU? No. Not necessarily. It'll tie into more likely the Venom and Morbius and all that. We don't know if it will tie into the Tom Holland movies. But there is talk that Spider-Man 4, or the fourth one of of the Marvel Spider-Man movies, is... um, has been, I guess, is in the early stages of production. Mm-hmm. And then there's also rumors and stories that Tom Holland has signed another, like, three-movie deal. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But I can see this one. They need to have a Spider-Man. And I think the what Sony should do is they should bring back, that we've said it before, Bring back Toby or Andrew as their Spider-Man for their movie verse. And don't necessarily you know, have to give us a full movie with one of them, but then just have them show up in these other movies, even just cameos, mm. to bridge that gap. Mm. Like to build up your other characters. Like if they wanted to, they could build up a you know, you bring in one of them and kill them off, and then you can bring in Miles or something, right? Like you build that. That type of stuff. I don't know. It sounds like, you know, it sounds like a copy of a copy of a copy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I will watch a Silk TV show. Well, you should coach that with, I don't know if I will watch a Silk TV show if I wasn't doing a nerd podcast. Oh, there is that. Yeah, because there's a good chance that we all will, right? Really, whether we're super interested or not, just to kind of see what just they're doing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, True. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't and then, know. And then who knows when or if it'll get made. You know, there's always been all there's been all kinds of stories about Sony movies being made and. So far, we've gotten two Venoms and a Morbius. <laughs> right? No Silver, no silver mm-hmm. Sable, no Black Cat. No. No combo movie. I guess they're working on a Craven, the last, you know. Yeah, there's supposed to be a Craven the Hunter movie coming out. So, who knows? And my last little bit of news, this one comes from Netflix. Um, and now apparently Netflix is developing a live action movie and adult cartoon series based on the video game Gears of War. Hmm. Now, this has been a franchise over the years that uh, former wrestler, now star of one of the video, uh, the things we watched this week, uh, Dave Batista, has been lobbying to be cast in. Hmm. To the point he, where he even got his own video game skin for one of them, didn't he? Yeah, well, he did a he did an ad for them for it, right? He got all he put on the, the armor and everything, and did the, yeah. the ads for that game. And yeah, I think he's got an unlockable skin or a skin you can download to be a, a playable character in the game. Hmm. Interesting. I think I think they'd be lucky to cast him. He, we all know he can act. Yeah, and he's a name he's a name brand now. So yeah. and it's and it's he wants to do it. Yeah. He he you likes know, the franchise. He's enthusiastic about the characters. It's easier to get a deal on an actor yeah. when it's something they want to do. This is true. So, yeah, I I hope it works out because like like you said, he he loves the property and the only thing I see is like budget for that show is going to have to be huge. Well, it's going to be it was a movie, and then a cartoon. Still, oh, no. oh, 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 oh. yeah. So a live action movie. So movie. You know, Netflix has the the budget to do a movie. They've done those other big sci fi movies, right? So right. Interesting. Yep. And the Gears of War universe, the stories, especially the first few movies, have decent stories to it. So yeah. Alrighty, next. Well, that's it for me. You got anything, uh, Kevin? Uh, yeah, I do, and it affected me personally. Um, the big Star Trek convention that I went to last year, Mission Chicago, 
Uh, they had announced at the end of that weekend that the next one would be in Seattle. Yes. Well, on November the November the fifteenth, they um, after some prodding by a, po- a Star Trek podcaster just asking, "Hey, what's the status of this?" Uh, we got an official statement that the convention has been canceled. Probably. Now, is there any reason why it's been canceled? They 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 have not given any official reasons why this convention mm. has been canceled. They're being very cagey about it. They're not saying anything. Um, uh, the destination conventions in Europe have also been canceled. So it's leading some people to wonder if whether Paramount is pulling pulling funding from official conventions um, everywhere. Uh, that is a question. Um, the other, I just read an article that said maybe uh, because... Um, they thought that they would be focusing this next convention on at which what at the time had been announced as Star Trek Four that there was going to be another Chris Pine Star Trek movie, uh, yeah. and and that uh, this is just an article I read on on a website that maybe because that movie is not happening they don't really have the person personnel or they the focus of the convention has gone away that that. Um, Makes me scratch my head. I don't. I don't that know that seems a little a lame. Like just you switch focus to one of the other Star Treks. Right. But um, so we don't we don't have a Star Trek Picard uh, to talk about uh, because by the time that convention runs around rolls around, Picard will be close to the end. So they wouldn't bring out like they a lot last year. A lot of the panels were hyping what was coming next for the shows. Right. So there is nothing coming next for Picard. It's done. It's starting to feel like Discovery will be done at the end of season five. Um, I haven't heard anything official about that either. But if that's the case, uh, why would why would the Discovery people come? Uh, so that only leaves Strange New Worlds and the two animated shows. And uh, maybe they felt that wasn't enough to build a convention around. I don't know. Um, I'm just really sad because I was really looking forward to going to a new city to go to a convention. Um, they are still holding the convention formerly known as STLV or Star Trek Las Vegas. It's now called the 50 whatever number of years mission. Uh, I think the, the last one was the 56 year mission. So um, uh, it's an unofficial convention, but they get a lot of guests and creation runs that one. And it's moving back to the Rio Hotel, where it was when I attended that convention in 2019. And don't get me wrong, I, I, I want to go to another Czech convention, but I have been to Las Vegas a couple of times now, and I love it, but I, I, was, I was really looking forward to going somewhere. Yeah, else. I, I get yeah. you. Yeah, so I don't know what I'm going to do for... I was planning a, to use a week's vacation to go to... Um, to go to Seattle, but that's not happening now. So, yeah. Yeah, any anything else? No, that's about it from me, I believe. All right, I can maybe. think of. No, that's okay. Uh, let's go into the reviews. Uh, Black Panther first, I guess. Sure. Um, what did you guys think about it? <laughs> Let's start with Kevin. What were your thoughts? Um, I liked the movie, not as much as I liked the first Black Panther. I felt that, um, you know, there was a lot of legacies to live up to here. And sometimes it did feel a little bit to me like trying to be to pay such deference and tribute to Chadwick Boseman and T'Challa was a detriment to the film. Um, uh, Sometimes I wish they would have just maybe recast Black Panther. I don't know if that's blasphemous or not, but it just felt like, like the plot was hamstrung by trying to pay such reverence to T'Challa. But I liked the way uh, they depicted Namor. Uh, or as I call him, Namor. Um, I, okay. I like... Before you continue, let, let's be honest here, Kevin. 
not a single cast member pronounced Namor the same way twice in that movie. This is true. This <laughs> so is true. you can call him whatever you feel like it. Yes, Just don't call him the submariner. Yeah, yeah they, they, he's they, not they the submariner. Used, <laughs> they never did. They never used the submariner. No. So um, I uh, I liked him, um, although I felt the death of Queen Ramonda was unnecessary. Um, I don't like the the nation had been grieving all for so long already. They lost two kings back to back in quick succession to kill the queen felt a little a little over the top to me i don't think she, i don't feel like she needed to die uh and i loved angela bassett um i yeah i was gonna pause there and uh, i'll chime in when when um when the conversation takes a turn but on the whole i i liked it i would probably give it like an eight out of ten all right, which brings us to Ryan. What did you think? Uh, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I did have to run out of the theater. Well, not run out of the theater, literally run out of the theater. But I did have to go and like get a snack halfway through the movie to help yeah. uh, because uh, it was starting to drag a little bit in the middle, I found, because uh, it is a long movie. Yes, it is. Um, there was a few things I was surprised by. Um, I was not expecting um, what's her name from uh, uh, what's her name? You know, um, the Contessa. Oh, yeah, the Contessa to be. In yeah, it. let's uh, let's uh, reiterate. Uh, as always, if you've listened to the show enough, spoilers, lots yeah. of spoilers. Yeah, the We're going to be talking like about spoilers a month now. So yeah, but continue. Um, sorry, I was not expecting the Countess to be in it. Let alone to be the ex-wife of yeah of what's his name and to be the and the well, head of the CIA or yes. FBI CIA CIA yeah was not expecting that from her earlier appearances no this is true uh, the well, way I guess Shield doesn't exist anymore so yeah. You know, and you still have to wonder, is she Hydra? Is she still secretly, you know, or is she good? Is she bad? Who knows? Is she just a typical American politician? You never know. Um, like you said, I, would, I don't know if they, I didn't, I don't think they needed to kill off the queen. I was surprised that they did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the special effects, as always, were top notch. Um, seeing Namor flying around with his little wings on his feet was uh, pretty interesting. I like that. Uh, hearing him drop the M word, yes, saying that he was a mutant, mm-hmm. and if and and that he's a thousand years old or thousands of years old. Yeah, that was a little different. So, uh, once again, you know, even in the comics, there's been times where he's been claimed to be the first mutant, didn't he? He's been in the X-Men now because he was the, he's a, they classified him a mutant. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that was interesting. So we're getting our step, <coughs> one more step towards mutants in the MCU. Um, yeah, no, all in all, I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought uh, Riri was interesting. And her armor, mm-hmm. um, the the way the two the two actresses worked off of each other, um, Shiri and Riri, you know, the characters are very similar, uh, other than the fact that one's you know a princess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I enjoyed the movie. Like Kevin said, I'd probably give it a seven and a half, eight out of ten. What do you All think, right. Brent? Uh, I really liked it. Um, uh, it, I think it did definitely have a, a few issues here and there. Um, th- although, it, it, interestingly, it didn't have a couple of the ones that we've come to identify with Marvel movies. Like, n- not to spoil anything, but uh, the uh, the antagonist lives at the end of this movie. 
And there, there, yes. there is more mm. Namor to come somewhere along the line. Um, I really liked how they they changed up Namor and like his and the oh I, sorry I can't remember how what were they they calling the city that's not Atlantis? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't remember mm. what they were calling the, the people, but yeah, the not Atlanteans. Yeah, but I I love the how they changed the background and like oh yeah they, like. But it's still like it was that MCU magic in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like we, the three of us, have seen Atuma in and out of comics for years. Mm-hmm. This was a different look for Atuma. But at the same time, like the minute he popped on screen, you knew exactly who it was. Like, if you're right. an old school comic fan, it would like it, it was more than like evident who it was sorry who atuma who who are you talking about uh the atlantean guy with the like the hammerhead shark helmet oh i had no idea that was anybody special sorry Mm -hmm. oh he's like uh i guess maybe he doesn't get used that much anymore i know like i don't think i've read a comic with namor in it really really zero exposure to namor oh or minimal minimal exposure like he popped up I remember from, you know, the old Fantastic Four cartoons and stuff and his yeah. obsessions with, uh, with Sue. But, yeah, nothing nothing major has ever been in any of my stories that I read. Yeah. Well, uh, okay, so <laughs> Kevin and I recognized him then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tuma was the name that I knew. Uh, wasn't there a Namora? Uh, yeah. So, you know, there were several Atlanteans that I... But Atuma looked like he did, but didn't. You know what I mean? Like they changed the aesthetic to match everything that right. was they had changed, but it still looked like that character. Yeah. Um, I think if I had any complaints with the the movie is, uh, I don't. It, it might be too long, but at the same time, is I don't exactly know what you'd cut out. Yeah. Yeah. In the in that weird way. I'm just, I'm just not exactly sure where you would like cut out some, some stuff and make it all work. Uh, the, beyond that, I really liked it. Uh, Angela Bassett reminded everybody again of how good of an actress she is. And she did it in a Marvel movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, she was fantastic. And, I was really oh the the thing I should mention the the possible elephant in the room for longtime listeners uh, all of my predictions for this movie pretty wrong across the board. <laughs> <laughs> um, to recap, I I kind of thought that that Angela Bassett might get in the suit for a little bit due to some of the controversy with the uh, Shiri that didn't happen. Right. Uh, I also thought this might be a way that they'd be bringing uh, Doctor Doom in as him pulling some strings. Uh, so far, that didn't happen. Right. Um, I, w- I was a little surprised to see Killmonger show up. Yeah, I, I, I like that, that he was the only ancestor who showed up in her vision quest. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, same. And cool. I like it's that I, I like that. Um, yeah, on a whole, uh, I, on a whole, I enjoyed it not as much as the first one, but the first one's kind of hard to top. Yeah. Oh, yeah, movie in some ways. It was such a a landmark for both the MCU and for like film in a, in a lot of ways that like for our generation that I just like. It, it's going to be really hard for anybody to come close to that again because yeah. it's, you know it's your first shot at it. Uh, do you think we get a Black Panther three, or are they just going to fold the characters kind of into other things? Mm. Well, there's no Black Panther three scheduled anywhere. No, at the moment. But the end of the credits did say the Black Panther will return. Yes, but I can see. But right now, Black Panther is also off in America. You know, oh, she yeah. she could well, return. Haiti, 
Oh, sorry. Yes. Haiti. Sorry, I meant North America or South America. The Americas. She's not in Wakanda. <laughs> this is where we're finding out how good Ryan's geography is. Uh, <laughs> um. So here we go. With that being said, thoughts on the with the move, well, the end of the movie, and its bonus scene. Is do you think is Mbaku now king of Wakanda? Because he, he he showed up to challenge, Maybe? and there's no one there to challenge. That is a good question. Um, isn't there supposed to be a a Wakanda Disney Plus show? Maybe we'll get answers there. That sounds familiar, but I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I think that was talked about at one point, but I don't know if that's like a show happened. that features the Dora Milaje. I thought was was what was coming. Yeah, no, I don't know if that was ever. I think that was only. I think that was whispers or rumors. I don't think they've that hasn't been announced. I don't think as as uh, for certain. Like it's not on the calendar. No. And like, who knows whether? Oh, okay. So. Uh... I have found a uh, an article from Entertainment Weekly. So it sounds like there was a show as part of Ryan Coogler's deal in with his production company. Uh, uh, in terms of something to do with Wakanda, but this article is also from like 2021, I think. <laughs> so the, things could have changed, but it, it looks like, yeah, it was officially talked about because Bob Iger talked about it, apparently. Oh. But th- who knows if that's still on the books? Like, I think this article looks of it. What's the actual date on it? I'm not finding it. Well, who knows now with Bob back? Um, maybe it gets put back on the books. Yeah. Okay. So the Variety article that I, I found about it is from uh, February of 2021. Okay. So a lot of things have changed in that landscape since then. Yeah. And then he had a son. Yeah. Thoughts? Um, uh, I don't think that the whole thing was needed, to be honest yeah, with I you. I didn't think so either. It sort of undermined Shuri. Yeah, yeah a in, a, in a way, because it just shows that means that you know, in ten years we could have a new teen- teenage boy Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of feels like they were hedging their bets. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And, and like, to me, it didn't make any sense. Like, the, like they were like, we wanted to raise him out of the the public eye. Or out of the, the pressures of the, of the kingdom. And, like, that doesn't feel right. like anything that, like... Like to me, they would have still had him in Wakanda, and they just would have changed. Like the way that T'Challa was doing things in the movies, is it still would he still would have been raised in Wakanda, mm-hmm. just would be raised differently than him and everybody else was. Yeah, and then you know really, what I mean with maybe some like excursions into the the outer world, so he yeah. wasn't so like uh, raised so sheltered either. Right. But then the argument could be made. Well, th- if you look at the two of them, did they read them, Shiri and uh, and um, Black? Oh, wow, my brain's not working now. And Black Panther himself, um, they turned out pretty good for being raised in Wakanda as royalty. Mm. It's not like you know, it's not like the system was all that bad. Yeah, and it also seemed like a little convenient that they're like. Oh, and uh, did did mom meet him? Yeah, your mom met him. Okay, so, oh, like, yeah, no, like, I, like, oh, like, I, I really, 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 really
that's yeah it, honestly it's one of the ones that like it, it felt almost like they did it for the sake of doing it like oh mm-hmm. we need a uh we need one a, a, a post-credit scene and we don't really know how we are going to connect this with everything else that's going on so we'll do one that really just takes place in our world and that's it Mm. yeah i was hoping for a dr doom connection bonus scene like a lot of the rumors had been I don't know what I would have wanted to see in this movie besides what they gave us. I thought what they gave us was good. Um, and you guys know that I'm quite often a ball of blubber at these movies. And I only teared up once, and it was near the end of the film. And it was when Shuri was suiting up for the first time. That that beat got emotional to me for some reason. Oh, see, they they got me at the beginning. Wow. Oh. When she's trying to save her brother, and and then it's like, nope, he's dead. And then the funeral and all that. Although that, that's that's what that's what the, when they pulled on my old heart on my heartstrings, they pulled the guardians on you. You know, they hit us with the movie. Oh, we'll go right for the heart. Yeah. Yeah. On, on a whole, I thought it was good. Uh, uh, like a a nice like add on to the series. Yeah, I thought like, it was. And, I thought yep. it was nice. And uh, from that, we go from uh, Wakanda to outer space mm. and Hollywood, which can be just as weird as outer space. To with, nowhere. With Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, sorry, is the title a holiday special? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Okay. So uh, again, spoilers for everybody, but uh, this was a lot of fun. It was. This is like it was everything I was kind of expecting, other than the fact that like the whole thing was centered around kidnapping Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't expecting the whole thing to be a Drax and Mantis adventure. Yeah, Uh, really, it's not the Guardians; it's Drax and Mantis. Yeah. But uh, they do a great job together. They have great chemistry together. Um. Just some of the scenes, like when they're walking through Hollywood and they see the all the the costume people, and he freaks out when he sees the go the GoBot, yeah. and she yells, like, "Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, killed his GoBot's killed his cousin." <laughs> so that means GoBot exists in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I wonder oh. if that was like a weird nod to the fact that uh, Transformers exist in the cinematic universe or in the uh, in the comic book universe yeah. originally but now they don't but the funny thing is is gobots are now owned by the same people who own transformers yeah exactly so it was a pretty uh good uh sidekill costume that guy had going though <laughs> well relatively speaking good yes so from what i've read they filmed this on alternate days while filming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was filmed It was filmed alongside Guardians 3. Yeah. Which I thought they filmed it either before or after, or at least around the same time, because everybody's yeah. there. Right. And to have that many people, especially the whole, all the people you need to have in nowhere, to just bring them in for the probably like a couple of days of shooting to, for the scenes that were there. Like, no, you might as well, you, you got them for the movie. And right. it's interesting. We find out the guardians bought nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. See, that was something that, uh, Jen kind of asked about. I'm like, well, you got to remember this takes place after Thor love and thunder. Like, so the, it, it realistically, this is now how many years after, like, Endgame? Yeah. Oh, quite like, at least a couple. I know, I know, uh, Guardian, it's been the official Disney timeline has been updated too. Mm. 
but, but uh, uh, that opening uh, Christmas Carol was pretty good. Yes. The, the, those aliens are probably like, you, you just got these instruments? <laughs> they, are, uh, they are played by a band called the Old 97s. Yeah. And they were credited as such. They've been like around since uh, the mid-90s by the looks of things. Mm. I, I'm not really familiar with the work. Like the, the, their name sounded kind of familiar, but... Um, yeah. Uh on a whole, uh this the special was exactly what you expected. It was a Christmas special, it had a little like bit of uh of like heart heartfelt parts and stuff like that and you know Peter finds out that uh, Mantis is his sister, well, half sister. Yeah. And uh, on a whole, I I I rather enjoyed it, especially like it doesn't go on too long. Like this is the kind of thing like they could have stretched it out a little bit longer, and it would the jokes would have sort of yeah. kind of been falling flat a little bit. But uh, on a whole, like and it it's like an interesting little bridge. Part of me wonders if it's just James Gunn was smart enough to know that like. Hey, uh, I want these characters to be a little bit more evolved than they were by the time we get to my next movie. So I might have to like, oh, I can do this holiday special and get kind of everybody up to date where everybody's at. And then I don't even have to worry about that in my film. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I like the fact that like Groot is, uh, starting to, to, to go, uh, to, to grow back into Groot. Like well, we've he's... now seen like the age <laughs> changing of Groot. And he's bulked out Groot now. He's, he's starting like, to get there. He's starting to look like Vin Diesel Groot. <laughs> he looked more like a bodybuilder walking around than he did the, in his original Groot. So that's funny. He was um, pretty buff. Yeah. The Ellie, go ahead. The, the cartoon story that we see at parts where it's talking about the hit the past yeah. and Peter's old you know Christmas as a reaver. Um, that was interesting. Um, the the other thing that I was a little like surprised that is I could have sworn we saw like some press releases saying this would be also the first appearance of Adam Warlock, which who was not in this. Oh no. Um, hmm. I don't remember anything about him showing up in this, but oh, I could have sworn they, they had made a statement about it, hmm. but, uh, that's, in the but that's not a big deal one. Yeah. That's not a big deal one way or the other. Um, we got Cosmo the Space Dog actually talking. Yes. Who is played by Maria Bakalova, who mm-hmm. is probably best known right now as uh, she plays uh, Borat's daughter in the Borat subsequent movie film, the, the sequel okay. that they did a little while ago. And she was also in uh, Judd Apatow's The Bubble, that that movie mm-hmm. they, they made yep. about, yeah. So she got her voiceover in there, um, which is kind of cool. Yes. Because I like Cosmo from the comics. Mm, yeah, she's great. I thought it was nice. It was when she said, okay, come on. He's like, put it up, put it up. And then she just drops them. And then they start fighting. And she's like, give me one of those treats from that bag. Come on. And she starts giving her dog treats. Well, I am not going to continue to do this unless you acknowledge me and yeah. give me some treats yes <laughs> um so overall uh do you think people should watch this i guess oh yeah kevin kevin especially this is like christmas is kind of your wheelhouse oh yeah no this is this is fun this is uh it's just it's just pure joy and um uh after the last Marvel project, which was Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which is really a study about grief, to, to have a, a Marvel project 
where it's just all about joy is uh is wonderful uh the other thing i will also acknowledge is the fact that the music selection in guardians has continued to roll through to this special and i now have a playlist that i can play at work that is both nerdy and Christmassy, and mm. won't make me want to punch myself in the face by the eighth time I listen to it. <laughs> That's... Like, Have Pogues you... are on it, Hanoi <laughs> Rocks is on it, Smashing Pumpkins, Fountains of Wayne. So I have you looked on Spotify? Is it already is it on there? I assume so. I had I'd be honest, I haven't double checked, no. but Marvel's been pretty good about that. Yeah. So overall, uh, thumbs up from us. Yeah. Uh, now, did you guys hear about the the alleged Mark Hamill cameo in the movie? No. In the no. I'm gonna say yes. I heard about that because I saw the story about that this afternoon, and also I saw I don't know if it's it was in the, it's that same article. It was like his son or someone who came out and was like, "Yeah, no, my father. That's not yeah. my father. He's not in the movie." Yeah. But there was there were all these rumors floating around that Mark Hamill was yeah. in the film because uh, it is an actor that very much is a lookalike. Like yes, you, you can see that they, you can see why people thought that. But yeah, no, I didn't see it when I watched, and I just heard about it in this article. Oh, uh, and so who is he supposed to be playing? Oh, it was just like um, like a, a drunk guy on the streets of of Neverwhere. Ah, uh, that doesn't. Something tells me that if they were going to throw him in there, there would be like a kind of thing to do it. Yeah, there'd be a little bit more to it, I think. Or at like least it, they wouldn't be afraid to come out and say, "Yeah, that was him." Kind of surprised there wasn't. Yeah. Um, the the one thing it, uh, there is a slight cameo of is uh, what's his face the. Um, Dude who played uh, Javelin in the the last Suicide Squad movie. Yes, Flula Borg. Flula Borg. Yep. He plays a bartender at the the bar that Mantis and Drax goes to. Apparently. Oh. I thought that was fun when they were at the bar. Seeing them interacting with humans <laughs> was just uh, was entertaining. Because you can't tell, it's hard to tell. Are these, do the people, are they realizing these are two aliens that they're talking to? You know, yeah, the Earth has gone through a lot. So is it not a big deal to see two aliens walking down the street? Or do they just think these are just two guys, people in costumes? Mm. You know, they were paying them to take photos with them. So I think a lot of those people just thought they were, hey, those are really nice costumes. Mantis in the photos, like oh, okay. this the is money, slightly, was great. This is slightly disappointing. The uh, original soundtrack, as listed by Spotify, like the official one, yeah. does not contain any of like the the pop music songs that are on it. It only contains like the ones that were written for the 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 show uh, itself. Oh, uh, but um, somebody has. Uh, been nice enough to go in and actually make a playlist so oh. the, with the with the music from that and all the music from that is elsewhere that <laughs> isn't super hard to find anyway so because that that poke song is just like it, it it never gets old that's probably my favorite christmas song <laughs> Alrighty, well that takes us to the end of this episode, which means Geek Picks. Who wants to go first? I can go first. Okay, go for it. Uh, so I somehow managed to binge a new series this weekend. Uh huh. <laughs> How did you uh, time for that? Well, it it is only eight. It was only eight episodes long. Oh, okay. So that's easy enough to do between a, a uh, you know. I was off on Friday, so like a Friday afternoon tonight to Saturday night to Sunday was easy enough to do. Um, I binged Wednesday. Oh. The Adams Family Netflix series showing Wednesday at her new school that she gets sent to. Um, it's fun. 
Especially the the, the first awesome. couple of episodes. Uh, the first episode really sets the tone for the series. And uh, if you enjoy the first, if you enjoy the first episode, then yeah, you'll enjoy the rest of it. Just stick with, you know, watch it. It's fun. It's dark at times. Um, see, you know, her her darkness compared to everybody else at times is hilarious. Uh, the school is a school for outsiders and and misfits. So like, you know. There's werewolves and sirens and mermaids and nice all these other kind of creatures that I guess it's like you know vampires and I guess it's like I guess these are just in this world it's not a big deal <laughs> um, so yeah uh, I watched Wednesday and I recommend it you should watch it I, I can see us uh, speaking about it in the future. Okay, Kevin. Well, tis the season, ho, ho, ho. So I have been watching the new uh, Disney Plus series, The Santa Clauses. They have dropped three episodes in the last two weeks. This uh, movie picks up about 15 years after the events of The Santa Claus 3 with Tim Allen uh, and Elizabeth Mitchell as his wife, as his Mrs. Claus. Uh, in this series, the premise is Santa has decided it's time to retire. He'd like to uh, he'd like to take his kids and have them learn more about the real world because his kids are a little bit weird. Uh, they've only ever grown up in a fantasy land, uh, the fantasy land that is the North Pole. Uh, so he goes on a quest to find someone who can replace him and. Um, Surprise, surprise, or not really. If you've been, uh, if you've seen any of the uh, of the trailers, the character played by Cal Penn is has been chosen as his successor. Um, there's lots of cameos from characters and actors who appeared in the original Santa Claus films, including the uh, oh, excuse me, including the the uh, the now young man who played his son Charlie in the first Santa Claus film, um, so it, it's just fun and fluffy and a nice uh, fun Christmas romp. So yeah, the Santa Claus is on Disney Plus. It's good. I'm, I'm glad to hear. I've been meaning to watch that, so I'm glad to hear you're enjoying it. So yeah, it's fun. Don't go in expecting Shakespeare. Well, uh, one interesting no. thing is the young girl who plays his daughter is his actual daughter is oh, Tim no. Allen's daughter. Yeah. Um, apparently she auditioned to play one of the elves because you know how in the Santa Claus films, all the elves are played by kids yep. and they said, well, we think you've got better chemistry if you played your dad's daughter. So, um, yeah, so she's playing. Oh, and there's a funny bit uh, with there's a, so she's got a teenage brother named Cal and he spends all his time in a virtual world uh, with a VR headset on, and it turns out that he fantasizes about mowing lawns and preparing tax forms. He he's really excited to learn about the mundane things that um, <laughs> that uh, humans live uh, in the real world. So uh, yeah, so there's some fun fun bits in it. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, my geek pick is is Brent stolen for time yeah a little bit (laughs) i know the segment's coming but yet i didn't do anything for it (laughs) um actually no it's a an action figure uh for uh perennial favorite character of a few of us beta ray bill got a marvel diamond select figure that came out this week and Mm. it's so good uh, it looks it's de- based on the designs from Daniel Warren Johnson, a guy whose name you've probably heard mentioned on the show multiple times in the last couple months because he did a Beta Ray Bill series last year, year before. But he is also the guy who is writing and drawing do a power bomb from Image Comics, which is uh, in the running for probably my favorite comic of the year right now. Uh, yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do some, the thing is is I also have to do some date looking and see like because when did last Ronin actually end? Mm. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. ended this year. Yeah. Oh, did it? 
Well, yeah, because the graphic novel, everything, it ended after we started working there, I'm sure. Uh, you could be right. Mm. Uh, like, I wouldn't doubt it, but... But, yeah. And, it, it, and it's got, like, this, like, hammer effect where, like, it, you know, it's where he's swinging around. They did a, a toy version of that, and it uh, looks pretty cool. To see it's pictures of it, on... you can... Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. So say, if they want to see pictures of it right now, they can see it on uh, a, a couple of photos of mine uh, on Tales from Collectiverse on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So say you before we go, I just talked all over you again. Uh, at some point, I'm waiting for okay. two more toys to come in, and then I'm doing like a big photo dump of everything I've got coming in cool. before uh, Christmas. So before we go, we must mention a uh, thank you to our patrons on Patreon. If you wish, Yay! thank you. If you wish to help us out, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/TrueNorthNerds, sign up and uh, donate three bucks a month. Uh, essentially, that would be like two cups of coffee, maybe. I don't know. I don't buy coffee at Tim Hortons, so I'm not completely sure how much it it, it goes for. Uh, but it uh, it doesn't really get you too much extra content, but it does get you a little bit, and it helps you uh, it helps us with uh, show costs like hosting and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, with that in mind, thank yous go out to Drew Parent, Karina, Rhino Vision, Alex James, whose name's going to come up at the end of this list for a second time, Team Woods, Mike Hammond. Gavin and our good friend Rex, who is uh, leaving us shortly, unfortunately, but uh, in area. But uh, he's uh, been a very big supporter of the show. So uh, thank you very much, Rex. And uh, also thank you to Team Woods, who set up uh, truenorthnerds.com. So, uh, yeah. Thank you. So, uh, not to spoil anything yet, uh, there will be a bit of extra comment content for Patreon uh, going up in mid to late December, before Christmas. Uh, I'm not going to give too much away, but it also might uh, scare every one of our patrons away. Uh, I have collaborated with uh, Mr. Alex James who has to do a holiday song for uh, the Geek Card show every year. And last year I helped him out with it, uh, which is funny since I'm not really a musician. <laughs> um, but we put together a song of, uh, well, a spoken word piece with music called A Sin City Christmas last year. And we have teamed up again for another kick at the can of probably the stupidest slash funniest thing I've ever put together. <laughs> so that uh, with the deal that Alex and I have made with one another, it uh, should be going up on our Patreon after it debuts on key card. So you will be able to download that for your Christmas listening and then never want to listen to our show again. <laughs> Actually, I should throw, you know what? I should throw up a Sin City Christmas too. Maybe I'll throw that onto the, uh, the Patreon in uh, another couple days or so. So there you go. There's something for your three bucks. Cool. All right. That's it for this week. Next episode. Uh, I don't know. The, like, the, what are we going to be covering next episode? Does anybody know? Uh, uh, we should hopefully talk about Andor. We've <laughs> uh, we got two might, weeks. We'll leave that. Yeah. Uh, I will try my best. I'd like to talk about some Star Trek. Okay. Um, you know, Prodigy is rolling along and it's really good. Jenna, I, I have been catching up on uh, Lower Decks a bit too. Mm, fun, fun stuff. So yeah, yeah. Lower Decks is awesome. It is. So, it really it, is. It, yeah. It's a lot of the. Uh, there is a lot of Star Trek that is just so well put together these days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the two animated shows are just rolling along tickety-boo, um, speeding down the track. So it's pretty awesome. 
Alrighty. So that's it for this episode. We will see you in two weeks, everybody. Thank you for listening. See ya. Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True North Nerds. To contact one or any of the nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find more of their music at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of choice and rate and review us. In my dreams.